working working a regular job, you know, like at the sawmill, even if it is that, and and you may still be low the poverty rate. That's not that's not wrong. That's not sinful. Right. Uh, we don't have to always find the biggest best job. Amen. Uh, Amen. You know, you can still be financially wise, but also have work at a very big, low pay. Very good. Absolutely. And and don't don't misconstrue what I'm saying because some of the hardest working people that I knew, the ones there that worked were very diligent people, and 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 very good uh, families. It wasn't a train wreck from top to bottom, but there was so much that was wrong, and and part of that was was because of the uh, the terrible circle that was running there for, and had been for so long. And we think about how currency first developed in cultures when you had to get past direct bartering when you couldn't you know just swap swap goods, and so sure. currencies developed. Um, it's just. Currency is just um, touches so many of our of character traits. It just it's such an exposure of what we value, the way we deal with it. It has to do with relationships and like Karen was saying, what we choose to idolize or not Amen. idolize, and how we relate to other people and how much or how little we share and how we think about planning or not planning. It just touches on so many character traits that God wants us to develop that mirror his character traits or don't. That that's why I think that's Absolutely. why he talks about it so much in the Bible because it it involves yeah. a whole lot of who we are yeah. on a lot of different levels. It resides this this issue that we're talking about is just not nickels, dimes and quarters and dollar bills. Uh, or bills coming in the mail. This is a heart issue. This is very much a spiritual issue. And so many different shapes Absolutely. of our heart, different parts of our heart. It touches a lot. Of it does. It is very broad. It's not at all narrow because this this idea of stewardship, actually stewardship itself, is a heart issue. You know, we just want to. I need to do this and do that and do this and. With all the time, say, I want to praise God in how I oversee this, and I want to praise God in how I over. How can I do that? How can I bring glory to Him? How can I show my my love for Him and my appreciation for what He's done for me? <clears throat> and we do that with literally everything that we have. Everything. It is. It is just overwhelming when you start thinking about stewardship. Touches every aspect of our life. Every aspect. Just ask yourself, when you're thinking about something, what is my responsibility here? What is my responsibility here? And you never can quit saying that because we're responsible for everything that God has given us, and he's given us all. The uh, Let's move on. We're going to be on finances for a long time, and you're going to hear a lot of this repeated. Uh, because because we're we're going to really massage it. This 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 class does that uh, to help develop us. I, I've got to, some things about the Bible characters that were asked on the questions here. We had the we had a character. We had asked for a list of characters that uh, <coughs> where money and possessions cause trouble. Let's, somebody, what'd you what'd you write down? What'd you what'd you decide on, Andrew? Abraham and Lot. Okay, there there's those two, like right at the top, aren't they? Abraham, 
Lot. That was that was this. God blessed him. God blessed him, and all of a sudden, there's a problem. All these blessings came down. Well, they they worked through it, didn't they? We we saw maybe some. I try to be a little easy on Lot. God called him a righteous man later, but. If I'd have been him, I'd have been tempted. Hey, I'll take this green stuff over here. You know, everybody's shaking their heads. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's where I would have want my sheep. Absolutely. Who else? Bob? Before somebody else says it, Ananias and Sapphira, not, not so much the amount, but lying about it. Okay. All right. And I can't remember how to spell it. Ananias and Sapphira. That's one I didn't have, but that's a good one. Money and possessions caused them problems, right? And Joseph and his brothers, they were jealous of his coat and just added fuel to the fire, and they ended up okay. money from selling it. Joseph and the bros? <laughs> Joe and the bros. <laughs> brothers? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody think of another one? Naboth. Naboth? With all his with the the vineyard and, and oh yeah how, okay how he had that possession. And I'm sorry, I was thinking Nabal. Uh, well, not I, Nabal. I was thinking that too at first, and then yeah, then I was like, no, not that one. That one, yeah. So yeah, Naboth and Ahab and Jezebel, and I want this, and you can't have this, and yes, I can. And, so, yeah. Karen. Um, uh, okay. Showed everyone all that he had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to run out of room. So there's lots, aren't there? Hezekiah showing the, the, the kings everything. What have you done? Uh, Zola. Gehazi. Gehazi. Absolutely. He just had to have that. Couldn't, couldn't stand seeing that gift walk away, could he? He had to go get it. That's, that was greed at work, wasn't it? Craig. Jesus. Absolutely. Judas. How about Jake, Jacob and Laban? That was about the livestock and you know who can produce the most and that was a constant battle. Aiken. 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 Greed, covetousness. Absolutely. Bob. Saul keeping the best stuff for himself and then oh yeah, I'm gonna sacrifice it. That's what I'm gonna do for all Yeah, brought all the brought brought all the animals back to Glorify the Lord. To obey is better than sacrifice. I think was the answer given to him, wasn't it? Absolutely. Just the Bible's full of it. Lots of examples for us. That should remind us that those are there for us to reason, to look at reason and 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 learn and learn from. So, um, how about someone who squandered their money? Prodigal son, yeah. That, that's what the that's what the. I'll go with the easy one, you know. That's, that's that's okay. The prodigal son. Okay. I think I only asked for one there. Put the put their money first. Solomon and Rehoboam. Sorry. Solomon and Rehoboam. Solomon and Rehoboam. The, the Solomon overtaxed the people. And oh, okay. All right. I wasn't hooking it up. Okay. 
So of primary importance was to extract. Okay, I see that analogy now. And Okay, Simon. Okay. How did he do that? He wanted to buy the gifts that the apostles had. Using using his money as a primary thing to lay hold on a gift that he couldn't have in the first place, or not that way, anyway. Andrew? I think of the parable of the man tearing down his barns and building bigger. Okay, very good. The rich fool. Yeah. Money, possessions, same thing. I can't store all this. I got to pull my barns down, build new barns. Man, I'll, I'll have her made then. I kick back. Yeah, absolutely, sir. And Judas. Judas. A lot of them are repeat performers too, aren't they? And we can put them in different categories. Absolutely. Azola. The rich young man in Matthew 19. Okay. All right. Primary, primary importance to him. Go, go and sell, sell all that you have, and come and follow me. And he went away sorrowful, because he had many possessions. Absolutely. So, again, that very same thing. <laughs> All of these things that we are familiar with, that we are subject to, and that we can struggle with, just as much as these people who lived so many years ago, uh, these, are, these are crystal clear. And we, we can read the text and say, I see the flaw here, and I see what this person's heart needs to look like. But then when I lift my eyes and I look in the mirror... Sometimes I can't see it so much in that guy. You know? Because it's real personal there. Then it's it's in my house. It's in my in my life. And we have to be we have to be willing to take the counsel that God has given us in his word, because that's what he's doing here. He's giving us counsel. Let's see, is that there was a questionnaire on hoarded his money. I didn't really like the answer that the workbook or that the outliner had in here, but I guess it applies. They they had Ananias, Ananias and Sapphira too because they kept back some. You know, I see the 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 rich fool who had the barns full of goods, and he could have he could have just sold that, couldn't he, or given it away and fed fed the town. So that's a tense to, to, to hoard, and it does no one good when you hoard it, does it? Sarah? I know we're talking about it causing trouble and problems, but I, I can't help but think about how Paul acted when he was out preaching and such. He's making tenants. He's not taking money from anyone so that he can go ahead and do that and so he was trying to head off a problem the trouble that could happen with you know here I need money and, and, and so it just came to mind and so. okay alright uh, I didn't get those up there did I we're just going to erase it anyway but uh, so money first who do we have primarily on that one I forget someone tell me Judas, Rehoboam, rich young ruler. Yeah, we'll shorten Rio up here. Rehoboam, rich ruler. This is why I don't rich write on the board. Yeah. 
Okay, very good. Mr. Barr, again. Very good. <coughs> um, this little exercise up here that I want us to work through, I'll, I'll, I'll launch you off. You guys do really good about picking it up and going, carrying it farther than I can take it. This idea in, in financial management, there's these natu natural opposing forces and being able to identify those because these are kind of at the crux of failure and success, if you will. Uh, it starts out very simply. It's financial, right? So we're going to put income and expense here. Now, can you think of some opposing forces that affects how we or cause us problems, perhaps, <coughs> as we attempt to manage our finances? Joy. Uh, I guess you could call it peer pressure or seeing other people have certain material things that you aren't able to have or that you want to have. Okay, so how would I write? How would we write this up here? Peer pressure. <laughs> Peer pressure. Okay. Keeping up with the Joneses. I, 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 need, I need jealousy it. and contentment. Yeah. Thank you. There, that's Beautiful. what that's what I was wanting. He he let me put my diagonal up here. <laughs> so, yeah, jealousy. Very good, jealousy and contentment. Well, I guess as you would be covetousness. These are the opposing <laughs> forces. So, where's the? This doesn't have a good or bad, does it? This does. So, those are the opposing forces. And you, but when you're trying to balance a spreadsheet, these are not on the same sheet. Okay, expenses are over here, right, Amanda? <laughs> expenses are over here. Double entry accrual. I don't know. I'm too far away from it now, and I don't want to go back. <laughs> giving and saving. Okay, that, that's good. Very good. You're, you're getting me. You're getting me. What else? Bob? Two fold engine were abased and bound. Okay, that's good. That fits. What else do you see? versus generosity. Greed. I like that. Boy, those are opposites, aren't they? What else? Saving versus spending. That's a little okay. more neutral. That's almost like the income expense as opposed to whether I'm going to save money and possibly hoard it, or I'm going to give it, but saving... That's okay, we have spending. saving here, but it's yeah. a little different angle. Yeah. Saving versus spending. spending. Could we rephrase that as hoarding versus using? <coughs> I think it would be better by itself. 
because it's some so different. Something different. Yeah. It's something different. Yeah. Person's using or you are utilizing. Very good. Let's see what I've got. How about simply wants versus wants versus needs? I knew this would end up being a long list. How about profit and loss? Well, that, yeah. Sort of. That, no, that's okay. It's, it's okay. I'll put that up there. <coughs> How about this one's? There's, there's a couple we haven't put up there yet. It's very proverbial. Wise and foolish, or wisdom, yeah, wisdom and foolishness. Are those at work in financial management? Yeah, of course, wisdom is wisdom and foolishness. right up here covetousness if I have to write much lower I might get Charlie horse <clears throat> what would you put beside it covetousness versus that's good I think there's a better one has a C in front of it It's a C word. Contentment. There it is. There it is. That may not be the best one, but that's one I had. Because I know when I've been covetous, and I wasn't content. I was not content when I was coveting something. I was. That's that's where my mind was in. Very good. stuff that's going on over there when we're all these things have you know, the ability to affect us as we manage the resources that God has provided to us all those things can enter in we need some direction don't we well God has provided that praise God he's given us everything we need to not wrestle with these things Heart issues too on both sides. Absolutely, like, you know, it all depends on. 
we look at all these things, but what lies underneath it still that holds it all up, whether it's the good side or the bad side, is is our heart, our spiritual heart. Pride and humility. I mean, just thinking about how you become proud of something and you will do anything to keep to it as opposed to being humble enough to <coughs> give Amen. up that thing. Amen. So I, I just wanted to kind of be thinking about these kind of things because these are the kind of things that we're going to carry forward into the rest of these lessons and for us to be reasoning with these tools that we talk about and reason about today. Why we see issues or why we struggle with or we try to help people who struggle with issues with finances, issues with their possessions and managing them in a way that glorifies God. The uh, this outline is uh, has a lot more tiny detail that is going to be kind of repeated in the rest of the, the lesson. So I, I just didn't want to burden this class with it. I just kind of wanted to think in, in generalities about it. Um, Tell me, I don't we probably have time here. Let's uh, <clears throat> so if we're struggling with all these things, these opposing, we're having trouble. And you can see it because of my financial situation in my life. Perhaps I'm in debt. I'm mortgage the hill. I have credit card debt that is out of this world. My income is less than my outgo. Uh, that's, <clears throat> that's how it's manifested usually in financial responsibility and, and uh, stewardship. Deterrence to seeking what? Advice. I'm a mess. Advice or counsel. I'm going to use counsel. What? Why don't we, when we find ourselves in that problem, why don't we do it? Why don't, what stops us? Nothing stops us. And we don't do it. It'll be better next month. I'll sell the dog, you know, something, you know. I'm desperate. Embarrassment. Very good. Embarrassment. Or shame. I'm going to put shame up here because it's easier to write. Pride. Pride. Fear of being judged. The first one. Sometimes you don't know who to go to or where to go seek help. Yeah, just just don't know. Lost, kind of me. Perhaps there's even self-deception. You you don't realize the problem that you're in. You don't realize the seriousness of it. Very good. I think I think so. 
Oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I'm not going down to the third time. Well, then you sat down with, finally with somebody and you found them. They've already went down. They're almost beyond recovery. Bob? It's just one of those things that we really don't talk about. Parents don't even talk about it with their children. Whether that's, again, pride, privacy, a lot of reasons, but we don't talk about it. Yeah, just taboo. taboo. I like that word. Me. No discussion. Very good. Very good. Or well, Brother Jones is gonna come over and gonna help me with a budget. I'm scared to death because the last time I sat down with Brother Smith. don't want to or afraid of what he's going to write down on that piece of paper and it could be unreasonable somebody writes a budget for you that they couldn't do you know so bad experience uh, too high expectations uh, have been experienced which scares you away you know uh, abs- absolutely can be part of that. Um, what else? Think of anything else? Bob? Past failures. Failure, past failures. Okay. And by that I'm saying trying to stick to a budget or do whatever didn't work. Yeah. And and there are others. I had some other notes and I didn't bring them and I can't remember what all I jotted on there. We get the idea. Yeah. Another one is knowing that you have a sinful attitude or a sinful activity or something, and that if you seek counsel, they're going to bring it up, and you're going to have to make the choice to change it or not, and you're not ready to change it. So, yeah. like, I'm, I'm not, not ready to repent, I mean, in one sense, depending yes. on what it is. Yeah. I'm going to have to stop buying all those lottery tickets. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have seen that, and it is it is an issue. There has to be a heart that is seeking the Lord and seeking remedy. He has the answer. He has the remedy. Uh, we just have to lay hold of it, and sometimes it costs us to do that. Say yes, I will commit myself to this and carry carry the ball. Nikki. Yeah, just even realizing it or you know reckoning with it. Very good. Very good. Very good. Well, I'm expecting them to blow the whistle here. There is, there is so much to this. But, you know, it's, it's, it is so simple. And we just have to empty ourselves, give ourselves to the Lord and His people, and, and the, the answers are all there. It may not happen overnight. Probably won't. If it takes us a few years to get dug deep down in a hole, sometimes it takes us a few years to, to uh, crawl out. Uh, but uh, with, 
diligent effort and desire and commitment, anything like that is possible. And the nice thing about it, once, once we show God we want to do what's right, He helps us. He, he, he puts more rungs on the ladder for us so we can climb out. He helps us. The, uh, <clears throat> there is, you know, we're going to talk about budgets. One of the things is, everybody, it's like the cursed word. Nobody likes the word budget. But I'll, I'll tell you, it is, it is an empowering tool. And we're going to talk about that in a few lessons uh, about budgeting. I think John will be doing that one. But thank you all for your participation. And uh, lesson seven, I'll send out uh, some questions uh, tomorrow. So you can read over those and get ready. This was lesson six, stewardship.